Hey mate, sorry about that. Hey, so Hello. Hello. Yeah. Hi, man. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, dude. That's great to hear about Labros. Um, well, I just want to say thank you. Oh, that was an awesome conversation. It went um, from we should chat again soon. I'm sure there will be things to cover. Street uh, internet, in yeah, to uh, but thanks Main so much street, for doing man. this for me. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. On the Soulcast. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah so that was really good, man. Excellent, sir. Always a pleasure. Anytime, just hit me up, man. We'll we'll have a chat. Very good. Yeah. And I will see you within the Lambros Society. Yeah, I believe so. Okay, so blah. Thanks, man. See you, mate. Yeah, it's, it's it's biblical. It's it's biblical. It's amazing. It's actually amazing because people like us, we've been awake for probably decades, and it's very hard to, yeah, yeah, five years, ten years, and you know, it was very hard to get through to people when when things were going well. But now, it's an easy sell. It's an easy topic to discuss because it's really happening. It's really here. You know, you've got pushes for forced inoculations. You've got a police state. You've got censorship. You've got financial manipulation. Yeah, it's it's all it's all here. It's all it's all arrived. So yeah, it's exciting. I'm happy, you know, I'm actually happier now than I was when I first woke up, even though life back then was better. Because now it's it's more it's more it's more real. It's like it wasn't all in vain. I never I never learned what I learned just for the sake of it. You know, I knew deep down it was true, but you always have that sort of doubt. It's like am I am I just gullible? And see, to be honest, so bro, I, I, I wish, I, I wish I was just gullible. I would, I would love to be proven wrong. Yeah.
think when I think when the average person, the average everyday Joe realizes that this path that we're on, it does, like you said, it does ultimately lead to genocide. That 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 that's where that's where it will go. You know that that's a it's a morbid thought, and it's hard to believe. But I I, I speak to people and I say. It, it was less than a hundred years ago. What happened in Russia? What happened in Germany? When collectivist governments became too powerful, and the end result's always the same pattern: it's dehumanisation, censorship. Then it's internment camps, and the end result is always a huge pile of fucking skeletons. Always, because it's as if like it's as if. The devil or demons, it, it just become they become too powerful, and all they want is death. And and that's why they, they drive the the political class that they rule. They they drive them to this this road where people people die. People are it's basically a sacrifice ritual. And I think that's why they hated. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's why they hated. I think that's why they hated Trump so much because he wasn't launching new wars. He wasn't giving them that bloodlust they need to to satisfy their their god. One of the guys in the Lambros chat, Tom Beaton, he, he he actually made a really good point once that, that resonated with me. He said that demons and angels, they're basically, they're just humans without bodies. Some some are good, some are bad. You know, so why would a, why would a high vibrational being have any interest in tormenting somebody in this realm? It's, it's always going to be a demon. You know, it's like it's basically like a guy that's a bully. Yeah, let's go and let's go and let's go and bully this guy because we're insecure. So I, I think that it's quite a simple explanation, but I think that it's very easy to understand and it actually makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
Yeah, I think when it comes to when it comes to angels and demons, it's it's basically it's kind of like if you if you want to mess with that dark energy, it's like it's like phone it's like picking your phone up and you phone a random number and you ask it for definitive answers. You might get a definitive answer. Chances are you won't. Yeah, yeah. Like when people when people like to tap into this stuff, you know, you assume you assume that a, a realization is is pure and wholesome. But you must remember that Lucifer, when when Lucifer was an angel, he was the angel of light, the rainbow god. You know, the the, the devil comes to you as a a friendly, reassuring force. It's not going to be scary. It's not going to be frightening. It's going to be... You're probably going to think it's God. It's the deceiver. But these these crazy, these crazy elites and stuff that we investigate and we've been looking at, whatever it is that they're in tune with, I don't know what it is exactly, but it's it's not a human force. It's not pro-human. It's anti-human. The whole system is anti-human. Even before COVID, the lockdowns, even before that, you know and I know that things weren't right. It wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's not been. It's not ever been pro-human. Ever, even 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 the monetary system. Like, why, why do we need, why do we need money to live in a planet we were born on? You know, it's it's the basics. You know, do, do we really need it? Of course, you could argue the practical use and the exchange of value, etc. But when when you go back to the foundation of money and who controls money. None of that was set up to to help anybody. It's it's about control, yeah. 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 So do you think that GameStop, do you think GameStop's potentially 
it's, it's probably an organic movement. But do you think it's going to be? Do you think that energy is going to be twisted and used against people? Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does seem. It, it seems a wee bit too good to be true. That that's what I think. It, it, it's got the it's got the QAnon sort of vibe around it. This secret bet group that are beating the insiders, and they're going to they're going to hold them to ransom. And I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just cynical towards it all now, but. Yeah. Yeah, I think people people are going to have to either you know accept accept what's coming or they're going to begin to resist it in, in different ways, you know. It's not like 1776 where <laughs> there's, there's like an oppressive force and people are living in small rural communities and everybody's close and that, like, this is a, this is a totally different type of tyranny. This, yeah. this tyranny is global and the thing is that, you know, the media is still quite powerful and they control the media so they, they, they can sway the opinion on anything yeah. and COVID is a perfect example like look what they've done 
yeah. for for what's rel- a relatively weak virus. And th- yeah. all that took was a few weeks of spook stories. Yeah. So I think that, like, I think the human race is going to make it, but it's probably looking, realistically, I would say another maybe 30 to 50 years some really evil people are going to get in power and do some really despicable things. But I think in the back end of that, in the next 50, 100, 200 years, I think the human race will defeat that force and then then we'll advance. So, yeah. you know, it's not, it's not a desperate situation long term, but short term and medium term, there's, there's, there's going to be there's going to be great turmoil but then again it could all collapse in five to ten years because these political people and their elite masters they're very they're very arrogant and the their minions are they're very incompetent yeah like the people that the, the people that are trying to actually implement this great reset aren't very smart yeah like See, see if, if the political class really wanted to carry this plan out and do it, do it well, they should have had a lockdown and then completely lifted it. And then people would have believed, OK, we've done what we had to do, now it's back to normal. The fact that they've became so drunk in power and they've dragged it out and dragged yeah. it out, they, they should just have released, released the, the rope. And then, then the next time, mm. say, say they bring a, a, a more deadly pandemic in a few years' time, people would think it was natural. That that yeah. just looks like a scam now. It just it yeah. just looks like a scam. And every, everybody deep down knows it. Knows it. Yeah. Yeah. Even Cause... even sensible people that you know they, they, they never dive into conspiratorial chats or any of that stuff. They know deep down. That something's yep. not right about this. Yeah, it's very, it's very, very, very sinister. It is. Um, yeah, and that's what it goes back to. Like, you have to say what you truly think, not just go with what you think the herd thinks. Because most of the time, which I think you know, everyone that I speak privately with, more so than before, is now like, yeah, it's bullshit. Like, it's just fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, more and that's in like. I mean, we live in Western countries, so you know, pe- people are used to having having elements of freedom. The, the speed at yeah. which that's disappeared. I mean, I, I saw the footage in Australia, in Melbourne. You know, people were being locked in their house. Yeah. And you've probably noticed a pattern. It's the it's the more leftist, sort of pro-globalist areas that are the most yeah. harshest. Yeah. Which is very telling. It shows you the true nature of the left-hand path. Yeah. They, they, they pretend to care about the poor and let's help the immigrants, etc. But they're really just control freaks that want to control every aspect of your life. Yeah. Yep. Every, every time in their true nature has been exposed. They are the wolves in sheep's clothing. Like the Fabian Society logo, That that is where, that's where the left-hand path comes from. And that's exactly what they are. They, they pose as the reasonable, compassionate saviors, but behind that little sheep, there's a wolf that will rip you to bits. What was that uh, picture you said? Thebians. The, 
the Fabian Society logo. Yeah, it's a wicked, it's a wicked symbol. That's where that's where communism was invented uh, in oh, theory. Oh shit! A wolf in sheep's clothing. That's not. Yeah. Yeah, George Orwell was a member of that. Uh, so was Tony Blair, the, the QQ PM. But that that's where that's where socialism was originally created, and they implemented it in Russia. As that, that that was the testing ground, they took the ideology to Russia and Marx and Lenin. They implemented it over that's there. Crazy. <laughs> the, the, the ideology never really went away. Like it never, it never actually. Economically, they were defeated, but ideologically, uh, left. yeah, it's just it's like cancer. It's like a cancer. Yeah. yeah, it just spreads, and all these professors, university teachers, lecturers, they they were all brainwashed with this stuff from 1960 onward. Yeah. So you know, since then we've been we've been churning out foot soldiers that that believe in that ideology, especially yeah. women. Women yeah. are, women are very susceptible to it because they naturally want to protect poor people and they, they think it's the the compassionate. Yeah. God the compassionate to line line of work, but it's, it's, it's very dangerous. I mean, see see a, a, a progressive form of government. It just creeps up. It creeps up on a country. It doesn't take over overnight. It just creeps up. Yeah. Like I remember, I remember in the UK in two thousand and five, they banned smoking in pubs. Yeah. You couldn't you, you couldn't smoke in a pub, and folk were like, "Oh, fair enough. Yeah, it's, it's bad for your health. People in the bar don't smoke. They're being their lungs are being damaged. Blah blah blah." Yeah. So nobody really nobody really complained. Now look how far it's look how far it's went down. Yeah. First you can't smoke in the pub. No, 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 now you can't do this. Then you can't say that. Then you know, hate crime. It starts off as, oh, racism. That's a crime. Everybody can agree on that. That's reasonable. Now you can't call somebody a, a man if they're a woman. Yeah. You no, know, these these crimes are more serious than physical crimes. Like if I was to, if I seen a transgender person. And called them a name, I would be jailed. But see, yeah. see if I just see if I physically attack to attack them, I probably wouldn't go to jail. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a complete nanny state, and that's that's really helped the COVID nineteen stuff because people have been so demoralised and, like you pointed out, self censorship. That that is yeah. the biggest type of censorship. Pe- people are genuinely scared to say what they think. Yeah. I think that's why people, a lot of people loved Donald Trump, even though he was very brass and arrogant and narcissistic. Yeah. He, he said what they thought deep down. Yeah. And he expressed it and they, they could relate to him. He had the balls to do it, but you seen the treatment that guy got in the media. I mean, that, that was just a complete frenzy, man. Oh, the, mean, the biggest frenzy. You've never seen, like, such a one-sided personal oh. attacks every single day for completely made up shit or exaggerated shit that anyone could see was garbage. It was just the media trying to curve what he's actually doing. 
uh, you know, Donald Trump is bad, Donald Trump is bad, Donald Trump is bad. That's all you... Imagine how many times you heard that phrase through the media delivered to mainstream televisions um, over the last four years. And eventually, as we know, the brain gets a thought put into its head all the time. It starts to think that thought is its own. Yes, re repetition creates perception. Yeah. It does, it really does create perception. It's so, it's so powerful how easy it is to program the minds of simple people. Just keep saying it, just keep saying it over and over and over again and it becomes a fact. It's just, it's yeah. just propaganda really. That, that's all it is, it's propaganda 101. Yeah. They've done it in Germany, they've done it in Russia. I mean, yeah. Trump, Trump went to North Korea and effectively made peace. And, and yeah. the media was like, nah. I, I mean, imagine, imagine Barack Obama done that. Yeah. They would be like, they would be fawning over him, and oh, this is wonderful. And oh, it was just, it was just so blatant, man. Like, I, I know Trump <laughs> was not perfect, and I know that he, he let a lot of people down in a lot of fronts. Yeah. But I don't think he was ever a member of the club club. I think he sort of danced round about the edges of it, but it was never really in the inner sanctum. And that that's why they that's why they didn't like him because he was he was basically an outsider. Yeah, well he was the only one of them that you could see. Oh, that's a normal dude. Uh the rest are just these gangly, like freaky looking Yeah uh weak and frail just meh. That's all I can think about when I look at them. <laughs> so, yeah, like, like yeah, he's just a normal you know. guy, and that's what everyone saw. And yeah, I feel like what Donald Trump didn't do, uh, you know, we could say that he let us down on several fronts. Um, but think about how amazing it was that, with all of the power that we know this global cabal situation has. He was still able to to win, and the people put him in because they didn't, uh, you know, they underestimated what, uh, you know, a reaction he would get, and they didn't do enough uh, voter fraud. And it makes yeah. me think they would they've been doing voter fraud for years. They have to be. Yeah. Probably yeah. probably both sides in some amount. I don't know, uh, but not in these mass schemes that we've realised have come out. Um, Blatantly, by the way. Uh, so now it makes me think, like, hmm, how many other elections, like, this is the first election that they've just decided to... No, come on. you got to be stupid to think that. So yeah. it makes you wonder, like, you know, how long is this shit been going on? I think, I think now as well, see, see now that they've, they've managed to do that in America. Yeah. I think every other country, even the UK, Australia, etc., I think the the sort of authoritarian leftist globalist type parties they're going to do the same now. They're going to try that now. Yeah. Because if it can happen, if it can happen in America, it can happen in the UK. Yeah. Or Australia, and and they have this perfect crisis now, where they can say, well, you know, it's not safe to go and vote. It has to be mail and it has to be digital. Yeah. Because you, you, we don't want you mingling in a in a voting yeah. station. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a perfect crisis, isn't it? It is the perfect crisis. That's what's so fucking like 
obvious to me. It's like, yeah, okay, this crisis, this, it's not like a hurricane that um, yeah. just comes through and, you know, you've got to band together as a community. Uh, that would almost be better than this shit. But, um, you know, every single aspect of this pandemic uh, is like a, a byproduct of it or a safety precaution from it reduces your freedoms. Oh, we can't use cash anymore. The shop isn't going to accept cash because of the germs that might be on the money. Oh, all the cash is gone. You're not allowed to use cash anywhere. Cool. Now you can't have, you know, uh, sovereign control of your money and you can get locked out of your funds if everything's electronic. Like, once you put that money in the bank, that money is digits on a fucking hard drive. That's not real. You know, that's... Yeah. If a computer doesn't turn on one uh, someplace, that's not real. That's gone. You know, like, that's what I think as well. People have to realize and maybe for five to ten years time to get into their heads that like okay you really need to earn enough money now buy some property now that you can kind of retreat to in in some form some way shape or form and start you know doing whatever you can to you know get a a self-sustaining like farm and things uh because eventually they're going to control or artificially control the food supply which i think we're seeing now that bill gates owns biggest uh owner of farmland in america now yeah, yeah. Um, because otherwise, yeah. it's all going to fucking... You're not going to be able to rely on anyone else and you're not going to be able to rely on society at large to... You know, that's what happened to the communist society. All the food runs out because everyone's fighting and, you know, the food supply lines get down and in war and all the rest of it. But communism, where no one actually, you know, capitalism for all its flaws, uh, seems to have the kind of be a natural way of people um you know getting along for the most part financially there's still people that fuck over other people of course and the hype capitalism that we have now is not uh, good at all but it is better than the communism because then everyone starves so if you i think it's very important to have some uh area that you can go to and grow your own food on just just in case you know, it's healthy, organic as well. That's another good thing. If you have a bit of a bit of grass, you can go find a nice patch and not put any chemicals or all the other shit that they're pesticides that's in all the fruit, vegetables, and food that we eat today. You could argue that some of that is uh, intentional as well. What do you think about that? I think you're right. I, I mean, there is there is no there is no benefit now of living in a city. Yeah. Why, why Why? would you want to live in London right now? <laughs> Everything's closed. There's nothing there. There's too many people. Yeah. You know, it was always, in, in years gone past, you always thought, well, if I get a nice property in a city, you know, it'll always be worth a lot of money. I, I can see property prices in cities slowly just going down now. Yeah. You know, there, there's now a demand for space. Yeah. You know, you need, you need space and I think in the next five to ten years, I think having having space where you can be somewhat self-sufficient and a, a community around you that's just good people, you know, they don't have to be as smart as you, whatever, they, they just need to be willing to help you if, if you need help. A community. And you're never going to you're, you're get that in a city. Like, you walk about London, I mean, you could you could collapse in the middle of London and people would just walk past you. Yeah, you know that. I think 
we're going to have to revert back to like traditional values and sense of community and like yeah. being self-sufficient and stuff. And the thing is, people are so domesticated now. Like, it's it's actually an alien thought for somebody to think, hold on, I could grow my own food, I could purify my own water. I don't yeah. actually need to go to a supermarket. Yeah. But we're so we're so domesticated, and I mean, I, I'm guilty of it myself. You you become lazy. You become a slave to the convenience. Yeah. I mean, that grown food. It's really easy. It's probably a lot easier than you think, but it's just because why? Why would you bother when you can just go and buy it so easily? But yeah. that's exactly where they want you. They want you dependent on their yeah. corporation. Yeah. So when the time comes, like you mentioned, Bill Gates, he's going to be the biggest farm owner, along with the other elites, and eventually, they probably I know, will. There's no crops. Yeah. There's no crops. There's too many people starving in the third world. Blah blah blah. We can't eat meat anymore. You're gonna eat. I mean that that Klaus Schwab bugs. guy. He, he he came out and said like, you're going to eat bugs, sewage, and weeds. He's. <laughs> and you're, you're going to be happy for that. Like that guy is a literal sitting proof of a fucking evil mastermind or what he thinks is mastermind you look at him and he's like he looks like a movie character like yeah. that's not a conspiracy theory guys he's right there he, he's a big uh, he's a big Boulderbird group guy I, I, I remember uh, yeah I went to the, the Boulderbird group <laughs> protest in <laughs> 2013 <laughs> in, in London what's and that? Klaus yeah, Klaus Schwab. Klaus Schwab was on the, the steering committee. He, he he's a big globalist, that guy. Oh, I can he, tell. Yeah, he's he, he he's he's one of the sort of I wouldn't say he's the top level, he's more like a henchman. He doesn't look like a leader. Yeah, he, like he's like a a Renfield, a gatekeeper. He he, yeah. he he's the guy when you go when you go into the, when you go into the restaurant he'll show you to your table. <laughs> Gavin, yeah. Gavin, you you eat you eat the, you're going to eat the bugs. <laughs> you're, go, you're going to eat the bugs and drink the sewage, and, and you will like it. <laughs> Man, you will like it because it's don't it's tell me what to do. Holy yeah. shit! That's what people have lost. Is like you are not a free man right now. <laughs> at all like you are being told what to do told where to go told where you can't go and you can go and you know you can get out of that uh in some regard once you just kind of exit the system on the whole uh which is possible i i don't think there's like now with the internet it's so obvious what's happening people can share information instantly like that's what's new about this is the instant communication that someone can figure something out in America, bing, it's all around the world in seconds. And that hyper level of communication has enabled us to, you know, record video, share evidence, um, all the rest of it. None of that was, was able to be seen by the people before because they had just the televisions and just the newspapers to tell them what to do. So my thinking is that like that's what we're seeing with GameStop is like 
okay, I can join in, I can chuck 500 bucks in this stock and try and help just sway whatever is going down. Um, because it's like a true people versus the fucking hedge bankers. Everyone hates a hedge banker that tries to, you know, I'm sure there are some good ones, maybe not, but <laughs> um, they, they try and bankrupt companies just so they can make money off it and they don't care. So everyone could kind of agree on that. And now it's just like this, almost like you're logging on to fight against the, the boss of the level or something um, that everyone can join into and everyone kind of has a dog in the fight at the moment because of the internet. So my thinking is it's just so, because it is so blatant and obvious and we have the means to share information now, I'm pretty optimistic that enough people can at least band together to be like, fuck you. You know something, man? I don't even think it would take much. I don't think it would take much resistance to actually change the world in yeah. a very big way. Yeah. I mean, they, these these globalists and these elite guys, like... They're little worms. Yeah, they, they were born into this. I mean, they've never had to struggle. And I've yeah. seen um, Andrew Tate, he, he put a video out and he made a good point. He said, these trust fund, hedge fund guys, they've never been broke. Like they, yeah. they wouldn't know they wouldn't know what to do. I mean, if they if they even if they only had like a couple of million, they would freak the fuck out. Yeah, they, they wouldn't be able to survive. Like people like us, we could just make the most of it, and we'd be okay. Like because we we know that you don't need much to be happy. Yeah, you know they, they, these guys would these guys would collapse. They, they wouldn't know how to survive. They would probably they'd kill themselves. They just couldn't yeah. cope with it. Yeah. You know, and it wouldn't take much for us to to, to overturn it. Oh, you don't even need a protest. You don't need any violence. You just yeah. need people to start going about their life. Like, see if every bar, every shop, every leisure facility, see if they all just opened and people just went as if they, they, they normally would. Nothing would change. Like, they wouldn't be able to the, stop the, it. Yeah, the, the, police might, the police might turn up at a few places. You know, as a platitude, yeah. But they would give up. They would give up eventually. They they become demoralised and they would just give up, and it would stop. But people don't want to be the 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 odd one out, you know. Yeah. No, people are too humble, and, and I think it, I think you can probably tie it in with the, you know, guys like you, and Ruby. You speak about you know T levels, testosterone levels have always been dropping. Yeah. I think that's got a lot to do with it. I mean, you yeah. imagine your father or your grandfather, would they have accepted a lockdown? Being yeah, told well, to can't... Yeah, from their demeanour, you'd probably think not. You know, see, see during World War Two, there was towns, there was towns in Scotland that were that were totally wiped out, that, that built ships. The German fighter jets just blitzed the whole place. See the yeah. very next day, they, they guys woke up and just walked to their work through rubble. Even even after being blitzed by, yeah, you know the the, the whole town was fucking rubble, and they they still got up the very next day and just went to the the factory and started to clean it up. Yeah, without There's even no thinking time for about anything it. else. Yes, because they, they never had a phone. They never had the internet. All they yeah. had was each other. Yeah. And and you can see you, you can see how they've slowly like smartphones and Wi Fi, all this stuff. This stuff's been about since the eighties. Yeah. 
You know, yeah. it's, it's been there for a while. They've just slowly drip fed it in yeah. and got people more. Yeah, you know, yeah. first you get addicted to a phone, and then you get addicted to the the apps and the, the social media. And before you know it, you're living a little false reality in your phone. So I mean, people are quite happy to sit at home because they can escape into yeah. their electronic eye, and yeah. they can view, they can live in their own. That's the problem with young people these days. They're not, they're not bold enough. They're, they're, they're too preoccupied with with their smartphone. If yeah. you were to, if you were to disable every smartphone for a week, you, you would probably see mass riots and everything would just collapse. Yeah, it just, it just wouldn't be accepted. Yeah, but they've got us by the balls. They've, they've, they've got us in this sort of digital, digital dragnet. Yeah, it's very scientific. It really is. It's. it's it's biblical, it's scientific, it's... I sometimes struggle to believe it. I, I sometimes think, like, you know, do I have Stockholm Syndrome as well, to, to an extent? Like, just because of the the blatantly... It's just, it's just so blatantly obvious, isn't it? Like, Yeah, well, um, I think it's just, you know, we're awake now, in that sense, and the more you become awake, the more you see, like, I think, this got, I mean, we were programmed since birth. Like, if you look at the school, you look at what they tell you in school, um, how to act, how to behave, answer the rules, you know, the schools were made, were created uh, to create factory workers and better factory workers, and that would just do what they told, sit down, stand up, Go, go lunch, come back. Like we are programmed from birth to act in that pattern. And then it becomes, you know, anyone's kind of default state. And when you become more awake, you, you realize, yeah, you know, some of those vestigial things will remain. And part of that is just like, to a certain extent, you do have to participate in society, even though it's like a little bit topsy-turvy. So you naturally just through osmosis, you get wrapped up in it, I think. Um, I also think it's important, like, what do you think the balance is of um, getting away from the social media, the phones, because I wish we didn't have phones. Well, I don't know, it's it's hard to say one way or the other. I think, you know, they're a great tool if they weren't being used to program us uh, and if they just organically come about. Uh, and then we also don't use it as much. Like I think having a camera like that is pretty cool. Things like that, being able to talk to your parent, you know, outside the country very easily, that kind of thing. But, you know, they do come with the negatives in the way they're being used now. So do you think like, do you have any rules with um, social media use or phone use? Because, you know, I, I feel like there's a balance with that, but also wanting to contribute in the position that we have to yeah. just getting information out there. And, um, and whatever else, because I find that like, it can suck you in very easily. Yes, yes, yes. It's very, it's very addictive. And when you look into the, the the development of smartphones and social media, I think phones phones are actually made to emit frequencies that actually make your brain addicted to it. You know, it's 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 a constant drip feed of dopamine. Yeah. And it gives you it gives you a little buzz every time that you just open up because you're always waiting for something else to happen. Yeah, it's it's the it's the anticipation. It's basically a gambling addiction. Yeah, 
you know, when people gamble, they don't really... The buzz that you get from winning, that's the same as you get from picking your selection and thinking about it. You know, oh, what team's going to win? Oh, that team win? Oh, this team win? Or if you're playing cards, you know, what, what hand am I going to get? You know, it's not really the, the buzz of winning that makes you addicted. It's the, the anticipation. A good way to put it is, is that if you were hunting, you know, it's the chase rather than the kill. Yeah. And that, that's what social media does. It keeps you on the hunt. You're constantly thinking about the future. So you become less detached from the moment. So you don't appreciate the moment and you're always looking for the next the next the next bit of prey for you to chase and then when you catch that bit, you move on to the next bit and the next bit. Pornography works the same way. It works yeah. the same way with the, the the hypergamous nature of men. Yeah. You just you, you you look for the next attractive woman. You, you, it's, it's just yeah. a good. It's very very scientific, but at it's the same biology. time, yes, it's biology. Yep. But smartphones are very useful. They're a gift and a curse. Yeah. I think you 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 have to be extremely mindful of what you're doing when you have it. Like people people like us, we've got we've got decent followings on on Twitter. You know, it's not it's not huge. But we we have a an element of influence, so we can yeah. we we can promote a good message on it, which in turn maybe helps people. But the vast majority of people that are using um, social media don't produce; they only consume. Yeah, they don't they, they only consume, and they consume because it's addictive. You know, if more people produced, it would probably become more valuable for everybody as a whole. Yeah, but that takes that takes work and a and a bit of courage. Like there's there's millions of smart people out there that that could probably have huge accounts, but they feel like they feel they're not confident enough. They feel like an imposter. Yeah, they don't they don't they don't think that their that their life has any value, or their message has any value. When in reality, yeah. it doesn't. Does. It, everyone's does. It's just how you portray that. Yeah. And how, how, how can you portray a message to make it valuable? Yeah, you know, it's almost like what you're saying doesn't matter, but how you're saying it for the most part. Correct, yes. But people people like us, we we probably spend more time on social media than, than we should. Yeah, But for, for that time, we probably get a much better return. <clears throat> but I mean, I, I mean if, I, if I set my phone down for a few hours, you know, instantly, straight away, you you notice. Wow, well, I can focus better. Yeah, I'm getting more done. It's as if time time slows down. Yeah, and you seem you seem to be able to stay. You know, Ruby Ruby made a good post about the first hour of your day. Just don't don't look at a phone. Yeah, and that that, that makes a hell of a difference, man. Like, I I've been guilty of it myself. You wake up, <clears throat> you wake up and Take you you reach for your phone. And you go, hold on a minute. I'm just, I'm, I'm going to take my mind right now and just shake it up like a snow globe. And yeah. see, see what, see what our lands. I mean, you've no idea what you're going to see. You yeah. could click on your Twitter and you, you could put a thread out about, you know, something esoteric, or you could see some vile shit that you don't, you don't want to see. Like, it, yeah, yeah. You, you have to regulate it, man. You have to, you have to be in command of it. But, you know, it's dopamine. Dopamine is a is a highly addictive, mega, mega harsh man. <laughs>
I think I think a dopamine fast is going to become the new fast. Like, see, yeah. see if you can, if you can regulate your dopamine, yeah. you're going to you, you you're going to be above people. You're you're going to be more successful. Yeah. It's the uh, delayed satisfaction compared to the previous to the sorry immediate satisfaction. Like going out on the weekend uh, and having some beers might be fun. Uh, to a point, but it's that addiction to getting the dopamine. The same thing happens with drugs. Is like you get the dopamine instantly, then and you know porn again. Um, you get that dopamine high instantly. So nothing else in life feels as good as that instant high. Like the dopamine that you would receive after like three months of working on a big project uh, and grinding and then getting that project, project you'd be like, boom, yes, fucking one, blah, 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 all the rest of it, which takes work and effort versus, you know, going out every weekend, getting that direct dopamine hit that ultimately doesn't give you any progress in life or get you anywhere. It's just like, you know, five step forward, uh, two steps back on the weekend. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I think also with, with what's happened in the past year that, when you talk about going for beers and stuff now, all that sort of activity has been either completely stopped or stifled. Yeah. So people are now people are now looking for more profound answers. I think that's probably why mm. my, my account, even your social media accounts, they're probably growing quicker now because people are looking for a more profound explanation. Yeah. As to what why things are the way they are, they, they don't have that outlet of. You know, so going out at the weekend. That was going another to... mistake the elites made was uh, taking away yeah. the bread and circus. Exactly, that's a very good point. Now, if these politicians were smart, they would lift these restrictions now and let that energy evaporate. It's just building up now. It's like it's in it's inside a pressure cooker. It's just going to build up now. Yeah. And eventually, it will pop. It, it will pop. You know, the, the amount of people right now that are committing suicide and... Yeah. I mean, you, you imagine, I mean, you imagine you were like an 18-year-old guy and you were always out with a big crowd of people and... You know, and then all of a sudden, boom. That's it, done. Can't... I mean, that that is the most demoralising tactic that I've ever seen inflicted on people. I mean, this is beyond... I mean... This is beyond Nazi Germany. It's beyond Soviet Russia. I mean, at least they could always mingle with people. Like, mm. it's very cool. Yeah, the uh, the masks to dehumanize us and remove our faces and like that's the fucked one. Is like it's a yeah sigil almost. And again, like these yeah. mass demoralization rituals that we're seeing now. I saw a tweet that was yeah. like the anal swab that's being used in China for COVID, like, mark my words, they will try and implement that somewhere uh, in the West. It's like, oh, come on, bigot. You're not going to get the COVID anal fucking swab 10 yeah. times a day. Like, that's fucked. And we're so, it's just the death by a thousand cuts, just, bip, 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 oh, you, you, you know, this little right, this little right, bup, 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 until, uh, again, <laughs> internment camps, because you have no rights. The mask, the, the mask is a very, very, um, a deep symbol. I don't know if you're aware of uh, MK Ultra and, and uh, the CIA mind control programs. Masks were a big, big part of that. Really? 
yeah, yes, they, they put masks on on kids from a young age. It's very. What's that's the purpose? Very, it's basically to to dehumanise dehumanise people from a young age. If you if you grow up, no, if you if you're born your face. Age, oh, that's so creepy, man. Yeah, they use masks are very commonly used in all the the high level sort of child torture, sex abuse things that all, all these elites do. Yeah. I used to read into this stuff, and I always remember that in MK Ultra they would always have masks on on kids from a young age because it would it would totally demoralise and dehumanise them. Yeah, like if you're a kid right now, and you, I mean a lot of kids have been born into this world. They've never actually went outside and been met with a smile. That's fucked, man. All, all, all they see is a, you know, a profile of somebody's, you know, usually dead-looking, scared eyes. Yeah. People are demoralised, though. I mean, when I, when I go into public and observe people, you know, the general posture, the general, the look in people's eyes, I mean, they just look fucked, man. They look, they look gone. <laughs> yeah. Just, even if you're like, if I'm if I'm driving through traffic and there's cars on the other side of the road, you look at every person and every car and every fucking person is depressed. Yeah. You can feel it, man. You're like, what the hell? Why why are we putting all this crap? Yeah, I <laughs> know. It's um. I think it starts with uh, like sickness, and this whole thing plays into everything. Like it's actually wild the scope of it. Um, that if you can weaken the population by fucking up their food quality and introducing seed oils, hydrogenated seed oils, which is literal poison and why we have so much chronic disease, if you can tell them the sun sun is bad for them so that they're never outside, um, you know, tell them saturated fats uh, are bad for you, you should eat these fake vegetable oils or, you know, this crop that we then profit off uh, instead and if you're if you like feel like shit, um, you're unhealthy. You, you can't. It's like it's a lot harder to get out of that low vibrational mindset and that low vibrational place, which is yes. the only way that they can control you. Like again with the awakening thing, the further you go into controlling your own self and not being a slave to the thoughts that pop up, that that's what the media kind of acts on. Uh, is being and, and no one can make you angry anymore. You know, no one can make you angry uh, unless you maybe you choose to be angry about a particular righteous cause. Um, but that is the tools of control. Is when you do care about what other people think of you, and you are in this dependent state, and you're low vibration. You're always watching porn. Your food. You're not healthy. You're not exercising. That's another thing with the COVID. They closed the gyms. Now, why do they do that? Well. In ancient Rome or Greece, one of the two, um, slaves weren't allowed to use the gyms because they recognized yeah. that um, a, a weak person that couldn't exercise is going to be easier to control. And that's what they've done uh, with COVID. Like, they, they won't let one, five to ten people run around a, a fucking park. Like, do you understand how insane that is that we've now accepted that, oh, it's, it's, it's just two weeks and then it's, we are here now. And you still can't go run around outside. Like, say that to someone five years ago, and they'd be like, "That's insane." Yeah, it's it's scary what what, what you can do. Once people, once people buy into the initial fraud, they just double down on the fraud. 
when you remember the the classic Nigerian email scams, yeah, <laughs> when people would people would get email from Prince Prince Agabubu. Yeah. He was going to give you 30 million quid. <laughs> I think I got one of those the other day. Yeah. I mean, when they first came out, a lot of people, a lot of people fell for it and bought into it. And they just, they just couldn't believe it was a fraud and they just kept sending money. They just doubled <laughs> down on the, on the lie. It's harder. There was a quote, I think it's a Mark Twain quote. He said, it's easier, it's easier to fool somebody than to convince somebody they've been fooled. Yeah, it's it's easier to pe- people are quite immature. Like they don't really like to admit when they're the when ego. they are wrong. Yeah, it's an ego thing. Yeah, I mean and I, that's I, why I, you raise your vibration. You don't respond as much to the ego, or you realise what it is. Yes. What it is, you can't be controlled. Yes, correct. And that's that's where a lot of people struggle. I know some very <clears throat> academically gifted people <clears throat> that are very smart, high IQ. <clears throat> and when I when I point out basic logic <clears throat> about this stuff, they just have this glazed look in their eyes. Like they really are, they're mind controlled. Like they're, <laughs> they're, 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 they're under a trance. They're, yeah. they're literally under a spell. Like they they look at you and then their eyes their eyes just glaze over. Like malfunctions. You know. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about people. I'm talking about people that are very smart, like really intelligent people here, man. But they are, yeah. they are, they're brain damaged. I think I think they are they are like jellyfish. Yeah. Well, again, it goes back to health. Like a healthy, strong individual, getting the nutrition they want, uh, is like the testosterone levels, all of that stuff. Like it's been shown in you know scientific studies. That uh, the higher uh, testosterone is, usually you're um, more aggressive or you're more, you know, assertive and confident. Like that, overall, on a population at scale, uh, means. Yeah. And that's what we're seeing now. Is like there are angry young men around the world who realize what's going on. Um, kind of computer savvy type. Now that we're all kind of sharing information again, it goes back to that point. Angry young men change the world. Yes. Yeah, and we've just been pacified for for so long until it just yeah. I think, which is now getting so ridiculous that there's gonna there's just a a general population of people that are just like okay I I can't keep pretending anymore like there's actually something whack going on that I need to take seriously. <clears throat> stop eating fast yeah. food. Stop just watching Netflix all the time, and hopefully do something about. You know, improving your life so you're in a position to do something. That's I think like people think, you know, getting rich is uh, a negative thing sometimes. That's part again part of the demoralization. Yeah, being rich is bad. Um, that's why you should never do it and stay weak and stay poor so we can control yeah. you again. Um, yeah. And of course, there are a lot of rich people that got there unscrupulously, and of course, the people at the top are the people, the very people we're talking about, but. I think now, with the state of society that it's in, you kind of have a responsibility. Like, All right, let's take it seriously. Let's you know make some moves, try some things, um, to you know hopefully raise your wealth to a level where you you're taken care of. You can you know be as strong and healthy as you can be and fulfill that uh, kind of need of the body. 
Um, but then also, you know, power and influence uh, is, you know, you can kind of have some more of an effect, even if it's just contributing to your community and helping someone out with, um, you know, medical funds. If you, again, you know them and they're in your town, like if I had to spend money, I would fucking do it. You know, that kind of stuff. Uh, that's what I think we have a kind of responsibility to do. I, um, that's, that's how we can kind of take advantage of all this decline is kind of become pirates in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Become, become more savage and sort of more raw in our, in our original human form. Yeah. Yeah. Feel something. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think you're right, man. Like people need to, especially men, men need to go back to the sort of barbarian default. Yeah. I mean, you look at what happened in America when, when the British were oppressing the Americans, like the, the red coats, they would, they would beat some American guy up and like 200 guys from his village, they, they would go to the barracks and beat the shit out of the British for it. Like, <laughs> they, they guys, they guys were hard as fuck, man. Yeah. Compared to us, I mean, I mean, I'm Scottish, you think about guys like, you know, William Wallace and, and Robert the Bruce, like, yeah. These guys would like these guys would line up in a field and hack each other to death with fucking claymore swords, man. <laughs> how, how how many people are going to do that now? I like, barely any. I mean, how, how many guys? Now. How how many guys could actually fight? Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's 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 deadly, man. It's, it's yeah, it is. It is that the general. You know, premise again. If you're weak and you can't take care of yourself and you can't fight and you can't physically, you know, handle yourself in the world, then eventually, if it comes down to it, you're gonna be, you know, who's the man with the biggest stick? That's ultimately what enforces the rules and the ideologies, and you yes. don't want to use it, but you should have the biggest stick in as many situations as possible, just so that you can be the one that can be the mature one and like decide whether or not to use it, rather than being at the mercy of someone else. Yeah, well, that's what they say as well. Like, obviously, see, see with the, the whole GameStop thing and people becoming more interested in Bitcoin, yeah. a lot of people ask, what, what, what backs up? What backs up the dollar? What backs up the pound? <laughs> oh, well... Well, well, nothing. But it, it, it isn't nothing. It's backed up by a military. That that's what backs up the dollar. Uh, it's no gold. It's 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 brute force. You know that that that's what backs up. It's 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 the force behind it. You know, if a six foot five UFC heavyweight chapped your door and went, "This is my house now. Fuck off." <laughs> you know, you, 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 you could try and fight him. It would probably beat you. But that that that's what that's what. You know, violence does. It does work. Yeah, you know, it does. A, 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 strong, <laughs> a strong, military. That 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 is what backs up the system. You know, it's it's, it's basically men with guns. Yeah, or men yeah. with men with heavy weapons. You know, At that the end that, of the that day, you can say, oh, but, but, but the laws, and that only works in you know smaller homogenous high trust communities that haven't had the major ideological subversion committed on them. Even then, you got to have police and stuff like that. Do we? Yeah, I do think, you, do we I need think police? that's why. Or am I, is that another brainwash <laughs> You don't, I guess, right? You just have a... You kind of do. A chief I or don't something. Think, 
the police, the police, like like many sort of occupations, the police is going to become automated. The police is going to be drones, and you know, you don't really need police if if you've got citizens that are willing to police each other. Yeah. The police force doesn't really need to be like it is in China or Iran. I mean, they've got really big, well-funded paramilitary police that, that will beat the shit out of you. Yeah. But places like the UK and Australia and stuff, eventually it's going to be like, it's going to be drones and further into the future, pro- probably robots. That's probably what Robocop was. That's probably just programming. You know I mean? The movie <laughs> Robocop, it came out in the 80s. Probably just... That's probably where it's going to go because I, I don't think the human police will want to enforce what the system is going to expect them to enforce. Yeah. It's, it's going to have to be robots. Yeah. Dude, is all fucking sci-fi programming us so that when it happens we don't just instantly freak out like, oh yeah, that that's like subconscious level, some conscious level that is introduced to us. is. Fuck, man. I think what happens is, is movies are like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think what the, I think the method with the movies is is um, I think certain elements of the intelligence services they'll they'll go to the big producers and the scriptwriters and they'll say, okay, you're going to insert this theme into this movie, and they'll get a huge wad of cash or whatever, and mm-hmm. then they'll write based on what they tell them. And what that does is, when people when people watch it, you know, say you're sitting, you you're sitting with your girlfriend watching Contagion ten years ago, and yeah. they're talking about a virus and uh, social distance. You know, yeah. when you watch that in that moment, it registers in your brain as a as a happy memory, because the same night the that you watched that, you you had sex with your girlfriend, or you were you were just happy. With your so when, yes. So when, when it happens 10, 20 years down the line, your subconscious still registers that as a happy memory that's not a threat. It's, it's like an old friend. Pay, it's like an old threat, an old friend paying you a visit. Whereas if you weren't exposed to that sort of content subconsciously, and then it happened consciously, it would shock you because you think, no, this isn't right, this is a threat. That's what, that's what movies are. Movies basically prepare masses of people. Like The Simpsons, people always talk about, oh, The Simpsons predicted all this stuff. Oh, that, that's because that, 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 that's because it was such a popular show that the CIA and these people were planting in themes to oh, program people because they, because they knew millions of people watched it. And Matt, Matt Gronin, the guy that, um, the guy that uh, invented The Simpsons, he, he's a big, he's a big occultist, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, associate, etc. That's not good. He's also a, he's also a, he's also a, I believe he's a, he's a 33 degree Freemason also. Is that a lot higher? <clears throat> it's as high as you can get in, in, in that Scottish, right? Like, the, the, the thing about the Masons is, right, I'm a, I'm a Freemason, I've done... The, the Freemasonic journey. Mm-hmm. I joined a Blue Lodge. I done. Yeah, I done. Started when was it? Twenty fourteen, and I went probably till twenty sixteen. I went for a few years, but the thing about the Masons is, is that the normal levels of Freemasonry it's called Blue Lodge Masonry. That's the first, second, third, <clears throat> and then the fourth degree. 
that's that that's the only degrees they are in that element of Freemasonry. But there is other <clears throat> orders that branch off from it, such as the Royal Arch, such as the Knights Templar, such as the Scottish Rite. And that's where <clears throat> you start moving up through those degrees. And then eventually, you know, probably 32, 33 degree, that's when you could probably say it's Luciferian, satanic. But the only people that are in their positions are already in high positions of society. Like, it's all very compartmentalised. You know, yeah. like an average an average guy that's, that's a mason and, and, and goes to a, a Masonic lodge, that is not satanic. The rituals yeah. that I've done were not satanic. They were very profound and they were very, very strange, especially the third degree. The third degree ritual was pretty occult and I experienced some really weird stuff when i done that ritual. But yeah. it, it wasn't... Yeah, it wasn't the, yeah, it was... See the thing is, Sobra. See, see the thing about the, the Freemasons is, Sobra, like, it's not a secret really anymore. Most of this stuff's on, like, it's in books, it's in YouTubes. Yeah. But basically, what you do, what, what you do in the third, the third degree is you do, a, you basically do a mock death and resurrection ritual. You basically reenact an event that happened in Solomon's Temple where the, the Master Mason was killed by his apprentices and then he, he was reborn again. It's, it's, it's very... Wow. <laughs> it's, very, it's, it's very strange. When I done it, I, I experienced very strange things that weren't of this world. I'm not saying aliens appeared or anything crazy, but... Yeah, yeah. When you take part in the rituals and you listen to the scriptures, it does open pathways into your mind that were that were closed before that. But the the basic concept of the Freemasons is not it's not demonic or satanic. There's no sacrifices or animals or any of that shit. Yeah. It's ba it's basically it's basically a religion. It outdates Christianity. It outdates Judaism. Yeah. It goes back to ancient Egypt. Or you could argue Babylon, Atlantis. Probably Atlantis, but you, you, you can trace it back to ancient Egypt where they had mystery schools. And the thing about the mystery schools was that's where they taught people how to build things, how to, you know, draw up plans and build temples and buildings. Because back then, they guys, they were like the superstars of that society. Mm. That was like that, that was like the rock star. It was who, who could build... Who could produce? Who could build stuff? But yeah. they never wanted to give that information out to anybody. So, so the priest class would would select people, and they were obviously tied in with like the, the royalty, the, the the ruling class of that society. It's a very it's a very complex and deep issue, but you're you're doing a great disservice to most masons if you, if you think that they are somewhat involved in the, the masons don't really yield as much power as people think especially these days like they don't you know they don't have an overall say in the direction of the world this world ran by a technocracy yeah it's run by it's run by scientists and people like bill gates and klaus schwab and all these guys it's no it's not like a bunch of masons that are dictating yeah 
Although some of the, these guys would be the the kind of left hand path of all that stuff. Yes, yes, they are of the left hand path. Yes, that's a very good point. Yeah, the, the left hand path, and that's where the left comes from, because what happened and as the Masons progressed from, you know, the mystery schools in Egypt to Solomon's Temple and Rome and Greece and blah blah blah, the, when they became established in Europe, especially Germany and France, when the Illuminati formed, they used the Masons to spread their ideology because they knew the Masons had the vast networks already built. So the people that formed the Illuminati, the, the left-hand path, Jacobins, they they got into the Masons and then infiltrated it and used used their network to spread what you see today. That's who started the French Revolution. It was the it was the left-hand path Illuminati Jacobins that, that used the, the Masonic network to you know make that happen. Holy shit. <laughs> no, do, you know else do, do, do you know something else that's very interesting about the Illuminati when it formed? See, see, see after their first meeting, the first time they had an official meeting, there, there was, there was one, one of the, their messengers literally had the minutes to a meeting and he, he was riding in a horse from Germany, uh, southern Germany to some, I think it was Berlin or somewhere in the north of the country. Do you know he actually got struck by lightning? <laughs> and, and, and and that's how people found out about the Illuminati. Some people found the documents. Is that real? Yeah, that actually happened, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, that, that, that's, how, that, that, that's, how, that's how it came out. <laughs> that's wow. how people found out about this group called the Illuminati. But the, 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 the thing about the, the, the Illuminati in its original form, it was basically just... It was basically just scientists and academics. They, they, they thought that they should run the world rather than the existing nobility and royalty yeah. who ruled purely because who their dad was or their genetics was. Yeah. They wanted it to be the smartest people rather than just because of your bloodline. Yeah. So, Which is good in a way. Yes, but that, that, that's how you now have that's how you now have a technocracy where. It's the, basically the, it's the eugenicists and the scientists that, that are in control is. now. Yeah. Aye. That's what, that, that, that's what the Illuminati was, that, that's what it was for. It was really about enlightenment and how to make things better. You know, mm. everything that starts out organic, it's usually a good, it's usually a good cause. Like, people are well-meaning. Yeah. Like, the game, the GameStop thing, that's a perfect example. It's, it's a well-meaning organic grassroots movement but as it gets bigger and over time the the energy from it will be used against the the aims of the original people yeah it's, it's, it's the same with the illuminati it's the same with the masons anything but anything that becomes big and old over time it, it becomes corrupt yeah it just it, it just evil evil's very organized like Good people don't don't feel the need to sit and organise and plot and plan. But evil yeah. people, they they've got a really good work ethic. Like they sit and they plot and they plan and you know they're all day and making these yeah. plans and organising and these wee death cults and oh dear, that's that that's why they drive the agenda because they're so fucking persistent. 
Mm. You see it being played out. You see, you see it being played out today. It's, I think everything that's happening right now, man, I think it's happened before. I think it's all happened before with all these great empires, Rome, Greece, Babylon. It's just a cycle. Yeah, they get too big. The ruling class goes batshit crazy. Yeah. Like, see, before before Rome imploded, like, they were marrying, some of the councillors were marrying their horses and doing weird <laughs> shit, and guys were dressing up like women, and... Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just... It happens. It's just it just, that humans do in large enough societies. Yeah. Yeah. The, the evil infiltrates, and it, the it same, becomes... Do you reckon they're the same spirits? Yeah. Yeah, still the same spirits and it's the same bloodlines that run the same empires. Yeah, yeah. Like the Rothschild, you hear, you hear a lot about the the Rothschild family when you yeah, when you go and look at their see, see when you look at their genealogy and, and their background, they, are, they they come from the tribe of Dan in Israel. Like they they've, they've been about forever. They've just changed their name and yeah, it's the, it's the same bloodlines that ran Rome, that ran Greece, that ran Egypt. They just moved around the whole world, and obviously they had off branches, and you know there's people below them that are kinda evil, but they're no fully in. Yeah, it's very complex. Like what I find on Twitter is like when you speak about this stuff, a lot of people they could ask you questions about it and stuff, and if you go, yeah, I'm a mason, they go, ah, yeah, you must be evil. Ah, you're alone and stuff. It's, it's it's a simplistic way of looking at it. Yeah, like there's always. In every evil system, you know, the the most evil people, I've always found the most evil controlling people, they're always surrounded by good people, the people they can trust, because they know, like, they're not going to fuck them over. Yeah. You know, really organised evil people, they aren't surrounded by the kind of people, they have people working for them that are really good and think they're doing the right thing. Yeah. And that, you're seeing that with COVID, you know, the, the devil's carriage is pulled by the good. People probably wear their mask and think, oh, I'm a good person, I'm helping. For sure. I'll stay in and I'll work from home. And they don't realise that everything they're doing is contributing to their destruction and ultimately their death. Yeah. Like when you, if your business becomes non-essential, it's, it won't be long before you're deemed non-essential. Yeah. Very, very robotic, very cynical and psychopathic as well. Yeah. <clears throat> but I do have hope. I, I think, I think hope is important, but it has to be based in, in logic, or else it just becomes delusion. Like rogue wealth, the Venezuelan guy yeah. on Twitter. He he said that when he, when he he grew up in Venezuela, he noticed the the socialist. As yeah. things get worse, a lot of people would just say, "Ah, don't worry, God's coming." You know, don't, 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 don't uh, trust the plan. That kind of thing, like. Yeah. There's, there's got to be an element of honesty. Without being too, but there's a fine, there's a fine line between being brutally honest and being positive. You know, you, you, you're probably going to sound negative the more honest you are, but th th there is ways in which you can twist it and present it in a better angle. So, you know, you, you can give people hope, 
that's why I, I like to talk about like empires always fall, and this one will fall. Yeah. But it's harder. It's harder to sort of portray that now because it's not like one empire. I mean, there, there is a world government. Like right now, everybody in the world's basically doing the same thing. That's yeah. never happened before. Yeah. That that that's a world government that's taking directives from a global body. In this yeah. case, it's the UN and, and the WHO. Yeah. And elements of the the the, the 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 ruling class in China. But China, I mean, see, see the Chinese ruling class. They they don't really run anything. They they don't really run anything in China. China's China's deeply controlled from the, the darker elements in the Vatican. See the Jesuits. The Jesuits are actually running China. How? Believe it or not. Yeah, the Pope. The Pope's very, very in with the the communist Chinese. They they have a great deal of influence in that country. Hmm. They're just being used as a pawn. They've been used as like a huge workhorse. Yeah. To sort of dictate the global. They're, they're going to be the new America, like the new big superpower that dictates the the culture. Yeah. Well, you're talking about the the anal swab. And how how long is it going to be before? The UK and Australian government say, right, the, the nasal test, it's not as accurate. We need to know who's really got this, so <laughs> it's not comfy, but you need to bend over now and. Oh my god. Take an anal swab and <laughs> they even say, twist it, <laughs> twist it inside, take it <laughs> Make Man, sure it's... you got a good sample. It seems so ridiculous, but you know, I saw that video today and now it just matches exactly what you said. The first social media post that we see, and again, social media post, controlling... <laughs> a, a, dummy get, a, a dummy being fondled. A dummy being, <laughs> having a really great time with this Chinese scientist. <laughs> uh, and now that's going to be like, well, I, w I wouldn't be surprised when that comes or they try to do that in, in Western countries. London, yeah, I think, don't, don't. Um, will be one of the, like, I had a friend there who's just come over here from there. Luckily, he managed to move. Um, and he was part of the first lockdown and was just saying, you know, how horrible it was when it was dark, wintry, or maybe, you know, even worse going into this winter, but he managed to get away. But he came here and he was like, man, it was so weird. I came back and no one was wearing masks because luckily in Australia, we'd gone past that at that point. Um, but man, it, like even in that short time that he was there, <clears throat> it was like just again programming us, and um, he didn't really think there was a like it became normal, our new normal. Yeah, yeah, it's a program. They're running a program that's that's already been planned. Like it's just, this isn't it random. There's no way this is random. This has yeah. been this has been planned intricately. Now, I don't think the plan's going quite as smoothly as they would like to think. But overall, it's been a success. Yeah. Because people people are people are obeying, but what what they done in the UK was is the they gave people money, uh, furlough payments not to work. I think it's the same in most places. But they're gonna merge that into the universal basic income that we spoke yeah. about earlier and then you will become you will become a dependent on the government then. Yeah, like you won't you won't be autonomous. You you have to play by the rules to get credits to to survive. Yeah, very dangerous, very 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 dangerous situation. 
credits to survive. Uh, I always think about this, like everything going electric as well. They want to get rid of cars and oh, global warming and you know, it goes so fucking deep, all of these things. Yeah. It's like, okay, we need to get rid of cars now because cars give you a, they're like a horse, there's some level of autonomy in there. If you don't have a car, you can't get away from uh, an army with a tank for, let's say. Um, so it's going to be like, yeah, electric cars are the future. Well, beep, boop, 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 your electric car is not powering on because you have been thinking the wrong opinions. Sorry, robot police have been fucking dispatched to your location. <laughs> Yeah, the, the the artificial intelligence is going to be programmed to monitor everything. Yeah. Even your private, even your private conversations, like this one we're having. Eventually, yeah. this is going to run through. It yeah. Probably already is, but eventually it'll, it'll run through a complex oh, AI well, system. You upload to Apple yeah. Podcasts. What do you think they're doing with it? You think they're not getting some kind of information yeah. out of it and then telling that information what's the most common yeah. word that's being said in podcasts how can we profit from that that's i'm sure would be invaluable information oh data as data is priceless data is absolutely priceless man yeah like I, I i honestly believe if you if you've got some sort of super computer systems that can monitor every single word every post every message every conversation see if you take all that data There'll be complex algorithms that can then figure out what's going to happen in the future. Yeah. Like they, they'll be able to see trends emerging before they emerge and then crush it. Yeah. Before well, before it grows to a certain extent. Yeah. We're gonna have yeah, that's to Google. write each other letters. Like honestly, because do you th- do you think if they really wanted, they couldn't like just take Telegram down? That's the one that we've all moved to, but. Do you think, like, if they had some fucking people go around to the Telegram CEO's place and go, look, mate, we've got your family. Uh, if you want to, you know, live or have them live, then you've got to take Telegram down or similar. Or how they, however they're, they're leaning on the Robin Hood people to be like, look, mate, you need to stop GME stock from being uh, bought now, and then we're going to sell it. Like... That's never happened before. Like, imagine, you know, blatantly just, oh, we control your share, actually. People bought, we're going to sell it. Like, that's what's happened and what we're seeing. And it's all part of the whole awakening process, I guess. But, um, yeah, man, it's it's going to accelerate. <laughs> yeah, I think it will accelerate. I think this year it's going to be pretty intense. I think, I think the, the vaccination stuff is going to become very intense the the way they'll play that is what they'll say is is that i see klaus schwab again said that unless everybody gets it everybody's in danger yeah but at the same time they say it doesn't actually protect you from this virus and it doesn't stop you spreading it yeah so i think they're just trying to play a mind game where they're basically saying look this virus isn't a threat the vaccine probably doesn't even work but we're going to make you take it anyway, just to see if you'll comply. Yeah. Just to see if you can. That 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 that's that's a control freak, you know. I'm going to make you do it anyway, just because we said so. Yeah. It's very 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 scary. I I, I think the vaccine program, I think it's going to backfire. I think when people start getting their second jabs, and then go and have, but see, see when like. 
if you get one of the jobs and you're fine, then you get a second job and you're okay. What's going to happen when you actually get an illness? How's your body going to react when you've got this new technology, yeah. you know, swimming around inside you? It's going to fuck up a lot of people. It's going to, it's going to backfire, isn't it? It's, just, it's going to backfire, man. I've seen even um, the company Merck. They're a big vaccine company. Merck, they, they suspended their their COVID vaccine because they said it's, just, it's not going to work. And that actually makes sense. You know, I say to people, I say, how can they have a vaccine for this disease when the common cold's been around for so long and it's never been cured? How, how can you possibly cure a virus that constantly changes? It, it literally is a big scam. Yeah, I agree. And there's a lot of money. I mean, there's a lot of money being made here. See if you follow the money with the the vaccines and the masks and the fucking distancing and that hand sanitizer shit. Oh man, it's a total consolidation. Amazon. Of oh, it's a shakedown. It's a total shakedown. Vertical integration. I mean, that this is pure, hardcore corporate, crony corporate fascism. It's fascist. Yeah. It's select big companies that are going to have a monopoly on every single thing. Yeah. Shops, food, entertainment, vaccines, medical. Oh, totally it's, it's here, man. Thing. It's, 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 it's all here. Yeah. Oh, it's here. It's, 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 it's all here. It's here in plain view. They've, they've uncloaked. You know, people that are awake are already awake. People are waking up rapidly. But at the same time, I think a lot of people, as people wake up, I think a lot of people just become more deluded. But they just mm. keep, <laughs> they keep getting dumber. Yeah. Scary. It's scary times, man. It really is. But it's it's important now to remember that, you know, we're in we're in a simulation. It's probably holographic. It's probably not even real. You know. And if these people are so, if these people are so powerful. <clears throat> and they believe in the devil. There must be a god. You know, you, you have to have faith now in a higher power. Yeah. Div- divine intervention will probably happen. That, that that's what I really hope. I hope like I hope the Bible is literal uh, at this point. Yeah. And the Book of Revelations is true. <laughs> Mate, what well, it it has is, to be. Uh, what it, you know, punishment from God. From you know, hopefully it only happens to them, right? Well, what I was the book of revelations? Oh, yeah. A lot of people, like normal people, died too, right? It wasn't just... Well, and I think maybe there was one story of like a rain of fire only taking out like the... Was it the lenders or the... Some... Ah, uh, the money. Yeah, the, 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 the lukewarm souls. Yeah. See, the thing is, the, the, the thing is so, bro, like... You, you think about the elites and their, their Satanists and stuff. See, see a lot of people, like everyday people, they, they, they are Satanists. They just don't think it. I mean, they're, they're selfish. They don't care about each other. They don't care about themselves. They're self-serving. Yeah. There's, there's, there's many people out there that are just as satanic as the elite. Yeah. You know, they just don't. They, they just don't have the. <laughs> they just don't have the money or the intelligence that they have. Yeah. You know, there, there's a lot of people that are. You know, they don't really care about their future, and that's probably why this is happening. It's like if if you don't care about your. When I mean, you see these people that. Are, pandering to this shit. I mean, they've got kids and stuff. I mean, do they care about their future? Yeah. You know, you have to ask the question, do they really? 
do, do they really do they deserve any better? You know, people people get the leaders that they deserve. All the, all, all the politicians are liars and scumbags and they're self-serving. But what does that say about the average person that votes them in? Yeah. You know, you you only get what you put up with. Yeah. If you could never have done this. You, 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 could, you could never have done this in the the sixties or the seventies, <clears throat> even the eighties and the nineties. You just you could never have got away with it. Yeah. Even the politicians then wouldn't want to try it because they know people would get pissed off and they would vote them out. But now people people are so programmed now that they only they only recognise authority. That that's all that matters. Like no matter. What logic tells them, science, they only they only listen to their perception of authority. Yeah. It's just very weak, man, but that's you know, that's that that's what we expected. I mean I I used to worry about these days in twenty ten, twenty eleven, I used to think, when's this gonna happen? Yeah. Are they really gonna do this shit? Yeah. And I actually got to a point where say twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen, I'm thinking Fair enough, things are getting better. You know, it's maybe a bit overblown. <laughs> then 2020. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Welcome to the real world. <laughs> they finally made the move with COVID. Yeah, that's a move, man. Oh, it's a, it's a war move. Yeah, I mean, you've got to make bigger plans and outmaneuver these people. That's what it comes down to. Again, bigger yeah. stick. Like, you need to. If you actually want to reject them you're not going to be able to do it if you have to fucking work 60 hours a week um nope. you know some shitty job i like you have to develop some sort of autonomy if you truly care about the way the society goes and you want to make sure you have as much influence as possible on it because you know ultimately that's who you know we need to organize the same way that they are Yes, we need we need to get more cynical and more evil and more, you know, <laughs> pragmatic. Not, more, uh, not evil, but um, scheming. Yeah, Tun- tunnel vision. We need to have tunnel vision on our goal. Yeah. Rather, rather than being rather than being comfy. I mean, yeah, evil is probably not the right word, but you know, they, that, that's the thing about evil people. They're so they're so persistent. Yeah. They're so committed, like they just they just don't care about anything else. And yeah. Average good people, they just people just want to have an easy life. Yeah. Don't think about this, don't think about that. Just you know just be happy with their comforts and stuff. It's it's yeah. truly sickening, man, but I guess I, I guess when it's all said and done. People that people that stood up are going to be remembered. People that pandered to it, they're going to be crushed anyway. Like it's not as if pandering is going to get you a place at the table. Yeah, you're fucking dead meat. You're dead meat anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're gone. <laughs> yeah, well, you're, you're going to be gone. I mean, you, depopulation. You know, is that going to happen? I think it will. I mean. Well, you could probably argue is, is there too many people I, I think it's bullshit I don't, I don't think there's too many people but these eugenics people that are you know running every government in the world they actually think there's too many people yeah 
Well, they, <laughs> it's it's like a power thing. Like eventually, if we just got so big, eventually they wouldn't be able to control us. And it's the same thing. It's it's, it's easier to control two people than it is ten people. So that's uh, it's you know part of their global consolidation of power, more um, so that I think looks like if you know again I wish I was wrong I wish I was I wish we've been wrong this whole time yeah um, on this podcast yeah. and talking nothing but shit but you know it, the vaccine is one of the methods of um, global depopulation you know Bill Gates yes. polio vaccine uh, had thousands of deaths in Africa um, whether it was that was planned or I don't know obviously I wasn't there just been reading things on the internet um, but you know, that is a, a common method for depopulation. And, you know, it maybe doesn't reveal itself until five years' time when most of the people that are getting the vaccine are trying to have kids. Or yes. the 10th yeah. dose for the fucking fourth variant. And then finally, body goes... And fucking... Yeah. Just <laughs> die from it. Um, yeah, I think that's probably the most pressing issue is the, the forced vaccinations because, like... Man, think about what is happening here for a second and what we know of the larger pharmaceutical companies and if anything goes wrong they're not legally liable so they have n literally no reason to not just put poison or whatever in a bottle uh, and, and put it into us because they suffer no consequences and they have the, yeah. know, the media on their side and all the rest of it you know if, if you want to talk out about vaccines you're crazy evil anti-science piece of shit and like okay but why are the same companies all producing 30 vaccines that we need to have by the age of six which is funded by the government or paid for by the government yeah we're, we're doing free vaccines guys which is just your money being taxed paid to these companies to put shit in you that do you need it probably not in our society we're clean all the rest of it like a lot of these diseases would have naturally gotten uh out of yeah. our society uh, anyway, when we you know start understood like washing our hands is good, desterilizing things, all that kind of yeah. stuff. But I don't I don't know. Obviously, I don't know the answers. But like you just have to like always err on the side of being more natural, being you know less artificial bullshit. Like we are being poisoned, and it goes back to that testosterone thing or anything. Like your cleaning products have fucking fake garbage in them. All of your food. Um, yeah, there's no nutrition in the soil. It's just big, empty sugar bomb fruit, or like, you know, again the seed oils, or, or even the animals that you're eating. The factory farm, and what are they put feeding them? The factory farms, and anything that an animal uh, chemically like absorbs, uh, you eat it when you uh, eat them. So like, all of these things leads to this fucking melting pot of trying to keep the individual down and in a state of low vibration and. Um, yeah, man. Well, my laptop's about to die, so I think I'll have to call it here. But why don't you quickly... Um, what are you doing, HK Belvedere? Where can we find you? What are you working on at the moment? I'm currently working on a new book right now. I've wrote three chapters. Cool. It's called The Doctrine the Doctrine of Suckers. It's, yeah. it's a very deep-level, profound book. It's going to be a very long book, so... It probably awesome. won't be out for a while. I'm going to make it really long, and I'm probably going to have it printed, yeah. So people can buy, you know, yeah. people can buy a physical copy because e-books. Yeah. A lot of people don't like e-books. I'm also uh, I'm speaking 
to people, consultation calls. I spoke to a guy in America, 50-year-old guy the other day there. He, he mm-hmm. wants to start an online brand. Yeah. But he's got imposter syndrome, thinks he's too old. Yeah. I'm on tele I'm on Telegram, Sage is a sucketh. I'm on Twitter at HK Belvedere. And that, that that is about it. That is the only place I really have a a sort of audience. I have gab and stuff, but you know, it's a bit dead there. Yeah. So the, the, the main outlets are Twitter, Telegram, and obviously in the Lambro Society, but that only applies to to people that are members. Yeah, I'm going to try and be a bit more active in there because that's a really good, that's a really good platform. I do notice when I go in the Lambro app, you know, it's just better programming. Yeah, 100%. you know, you go on Twitter, you go on Twitter. As soon as, as soon as I go in the Lambro app for five ten minutes, I just think straight away self improvement. Yeah, San Pele. Why am I not drinking San Pele? <laughs> Why am I drinking water? What am I doing here? Tap water, spit it out. What, exactly. Why am I not ramming some beautiful woman? What, when I go on Twitter, I'm like, yeah, I've got a voice and shit. When I go in the Lambro Society. Hey, mate. Sorry about that. Hello? Hello. Hi, you Sorry about that. Um, yeah, dude. That's great to hear about Lambros. Um, well, I just want to say thank you. That was an awesome conversation. Um, we should chat again soon because I'm sure there will be things to cover uh, in, a, in a few yeah. weeks' time. Uh, but thanks so much for doing this for me uh, or with me on the Soulcast. Um, yeah, that, that was really good, man. Excellent, sir. Always a pleasure. Anytime, just hit me up, man. We'll, we'll have a chat. Very good. And I will see you within the Lambro Society. Okay, Sobra. Thanks, man. See you, man.